1: Coach Radio. That's Audibletrial.com slash LifeCoachRadio. And now here's today's show.
2: Good afternoon, everyone, and happy new year. Happy 2017. Welcome to Making Inspired Choices with Coach Linda. I'm your host, Linda Stevens-Jones, a certified Christian life coach and I'm very excited about how we're starting off the new year with what's in store for you during today's broadcast. Before I jump into into today's topic, I want to give a special Happy New Year and welcome to all of our first-time listeners out there. If you're looking for some encouragement and ideas to uplift you, you're in the right place. And thanks for tuning in to all of you who will download the show or listen to a replay link after the live broadcast. We get many of our listeners after the live show, so thanks to all of you. Let me, as always, thank my last guest again. On the last show, Mel and Cecilia Mann shared an incredible story of their journey through males' terminal cancer diagnosis, their faith and hope for years until a clinical trial was found that put males' cancer in remission over 20 years ago. If you missed it, I encourage you to go back and hear their powerful story, their personal involvement and leadership with increasing the bone marrow donor volunteer base across the country. Thank you again, Mel and Cecilia, for inspiring us to never give up. And now to today's topic. It's 2017, and with the new year, it's a time we kind of hit the reset button and begin again, right the challenges or difficulties of the previous year, we either decide we're going to conquer them or be released from them. At the beginning of a new year, we seem to open ourselves to getting it right this year, to seeing new possibility, to reach higher, whatever it may be on your agenda. But here's what I want to know. Do you ever feel that you've not made the kind of progress you long for on your own? Or relying on family and friends is kind of getting you results sometimes, but you don't find you have the momentum to reach your goals? Have you ever felt stuck? and had a hard time getting a fresh perspective and ideas about how to move forward? If you answered yes to either of those questions, have you ever considered life coaching, and particularly Christian life coaching, to help you get some clarity and ideas of the actions you can take to move from where you are forward? Have you ever wondered how coaching works? Well, good, (laughs) because I'm often asked, how does coaching work? What's involved in coaching? How is it different from counseling or therapy? Well, today, I've got some ladies here with me who are going to answer those questions for you. I'm so delighted that I have some guests have been my coaching clients and they have volunteered to share their experience and results with coaching with all of you. I'm very proud and honored that they have agreed to join me today. My intention through them is to give you some insight about coaching and the difference it can make with the challenges and the decisions you're facing. I want you to be able to see yourselves through my guest and relate to their challenges and where coaching came in for them. I did not expect each of you to run out and hire a coach, but I thought, as I said, I get questions a lot. I thought it would be great if you can gain some insights, dispel some myths about coaching, and what better way than for you to hear directly from clients who've hired a coach. Then a little later in the show, I'll open up the phone lines and you can call in and ask your own questions or make comments about anything you've heard. So let's get started. I'm going to introduce each of my guests by first name, which is by their choice. I offer them the option to use an alias, <laughs> but I'll just use their first name and their location only. I'll let them share everything else about themselves that they like during today's show. One last thing. Um, I have the questions, but I have not prompted the guests to answer questions in any particular way today. They will share candidly and freely in whatever manner they choose. I have three guests with me today. They are Kim from Southern Virginia, we have Jerry from Northern Virginia, and Michelle from Atlanta. Ladies, I am so delighted to have you here. Welcome to the show.
3: It's great to be here, Linda. Thank,
2: Thank you, Linda, for having us. Yes. Well, let's begin by my letting each of you introduce yourselves a bit more. Um, Kim, introduce yourself to the audience, please.
4: Hello. My name is Kim, and I am 36 years old. I live in Virginia with my husband and my son. Um, I married my high school sweetheart, and we have been married now for um, 12 years. And we have a, a two-and-a-half-year-old son, um, so he definitely keeps us on our toes. And mm-hmm. um, we we have a very large extended family, um, and most of them live in the area. So uh, family is very important to us, and we are able to see them frequently. Uh, I am currently... Um, I was a stay at home mom for two years, and um, just recently I began working part time again. And um, I'm just really excited about this year and um, what God is going to do in my life this year.
2: Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Cam. Thank you. Um, Mich-
5: mm-hmm. um, Michelle, would you go next, please? Sure. Good afternoon. My name is Michelle, and I reside in Atlanta, Georgia, and I've been in Atlanta for 14 years now, and originally from Columbia, South Carolina, and I moved to Atlanta for a role for a very large corporation, and I was there for 13 years, and then I did something crazy. I quit my job to start a business, and so I've been operating in that space for over a year now. I would say that it's been a very interesting year but also a very challenging year and also a very blessing year. So I am so happy to, to be on this call and, and to share how coaching helped me maneuver through uh, this, this world of not just being a business owner but also the personal side and some struggles I had personally um, in this in this walk, um, so excited about to share that with you all and and answer any questions. And I thank Linda for the opportunity.
2: Oh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you for being here. And would you share with us, please?
3: Sure. Um, I've lived in the capital, uh, national capital region, for just about eighteen months. I came here uh, for a government job, and I've been a government employee for about 33 years. I have two wonderful daughters and two even more amazing grandchildren. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just really have been, you know, a lot of places, worked a lot of different jobs, been through a lot of life experiences, and I just wanted an opportunity um, to do better in all aspects of that. So I reached out to you, Linda, to get some guidance. And it has Mm -hmm. proven to be amazing.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Jeree. Well, I'll let you talk more uh, specifically about, each of you talk more specifically about your experiences. Um, So, okay, audience, you can hear that um, we have three active, bright, engaged women who have decided to be a part of today's broadcast to discuss their experience with coaching. As I mentioned earlier, women often express interest in coaching but are not so clear about how it works or whether it would be helpful to them. So I thought having guests who have been coaching clients to talk about their experience would make it a lot clearer than I can. (laughs) So I'm going to ask my guests questions and um, I will hear their answers for the first time as you will. So let's get started. Um, I want to have you all share first what was going on in your life when um, that you were not getting results with on your own before you came to coaching. Um, Jorie, let me start with you. What was what was kind sure. of the impetus for you to come to coaching?
3: Well, first, Linda, I actually live a very charmed life. I am very blessed in a lot of different ways, but I knew Mm -hmm. there were things I needed to work on, and I really wasn't able to prioritize. So um, Mm -hmm. I was really seeking direction when I contacted you, and, again, Mm -hmm. you gave me that. And so the very first start of what I wanted out of coaching, I've already received is some of that great direction.
2: Wonderful. Um, And let me just ask, let me just ask you, was it what you thought it would be or something different?
3: Um, Well, I actually thought it would be something different. I don't think I realized it was um, over the phone. Mm -hmm. And so after I learned it was over the phone, I was a little hesitant because I'm not much of a phone person. Um mm-hmm. but it again it did not stop any kind of progress at all
2: Good good let me get um let me get you, Michelle, to tell us what um what was going on in your life when you uh or that you decided you wanted to get help with when you initially came to coaching
5: Sure. So, as I'd mentioned before, I had started I was in the corporate America and was very successful in my role and had moved up through the corporate ladder and then I quit my job and started a business. and from a professional sense, I saw things moving in a direction. I saw things moving forward. So even though I was having you know, I would use air quotes, success in that area, there was something still troubling me, and that was Mm -hmm. relationships and personal relationships. So I'm single, and and I don't have kids, and uh, I'm 37, and and I was bothered by that, where it was really holding me back and holding me down. And I said, you know, I was hesitant to, to bring this up in coaching because I expected to hear the... The the answer that most people say is pray about it in God's perfect timing, but yet this was still holding me back. And so mm-hmm.
0: what coaching
5: did for me was to allow me the space to vocalize what was really hindering me from being open. And I, I teased with Linda, and I said, okay, at the end of this session, I expect to find a husband. <laughs> um <laughs> And I didn't. So no but but what I did learn is and I know we'll talk about this further so I don't want to go too deep here, but I did mm-hmm. learn what I was doing that was getting in my own way. And coaching helped me open my eyes to that. So I don't wanna go much deeper, but um mm-hmm. that was something, you know, this this relationships and, and lack thereof and, and it was something that was holding me back even though I was doing well in other areas, and that's where I was able to get that release, um, and that was
2: through Mm -hmm. coaching. Wonderful. Wonderful. And Kim, tell us where you
4: were when you came to coaching. When I came to coaching, I had um, been struggling for a while with trying to figure out um, what god's will was for my career or assignment and Mm
1: -hmm. i knew that
4: he had called me to be a wife and a mother and i'm very blessed in both of those roles but i also felt that he was calling me to something else and Mm -hmm. i had struggled for a long time to really figure that out and what coaching did for me um I can relate to what Michelle said. I I was really getting in my own way. And I think through Mm. the um, conversations that we had and the very um, introspective questions that you asked me, I really had an opportunity to explore what was getting in the way. And Mm. so just having that realization and having that awareness, um, both of those things, really helped me to pinpoint why this was such a struggle and also um, what I could do differently in order to um, figure out this path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, let me ask you,
2: Kim, and I, I want to go back to Michelle too. Was it what you thought it would be, the coaching sessions, or was it, different than you thought it would be.
4: Um it was it was a little different than I thought it would be. Um I didn't know what the coaching style would be. But um mm-hmm. you were very encouraging and um respectful and so that really meant a lot to me. Um I think that style really, you know, fit my personality just the encouragement and um you know the respect that you showed, and also i I didn't really know if it was going to be something that took place over Skype or over the phone um so mm-hmm. i was I was actually pleased to find out that it was going to be over the phone um that was just a personal preference for me uh-huh okay
2: okay, good to know um, and julie um you you kind of I know you already said you were different in terms of you were thinking I don't want to be on the phone, I'd rather be in person. Um but were there other ways that it was different than maybe what you came to coaching kind of expecting?
3: Um yeah, it was Linda, it is. It is um gosh, it's <laughs> so much more than I expected really. Mm-hmm. It is just as uh, Kim said, I think it, it's definitely the respect, the guidance that I received. I never felt like you were pushing me toward an answer. As a matter of fact, there are things that I discovered, as you know, all by myself. Uh-huh. That um, <laughs> There were some serious you aha know. moments, and it was the way that you guided me into that. And so I did not expect to be guided that easily, honestly
2: <laughs> well, you know as and to our audience as well, as Ken just alluded to the awareness, I want to just point out a significant part of coaching is raising the awareness of uh, clients we We all have uh, thoughts and feelings about a lot of things, but they get buried underneath all of what's going on in the urgency of the present in our lives. So I ask questions of clients to just reconnect with or to uncover things that they have the answers to. Um, let me ask this, um, Michelle. As I said earlier, you know, sometimes people turn to their friends, to their family for support and for guidance even when they are um, having challenges. And, you know, sometimes you get the support that you're looking for, sometimes you don't. What had you tried um, with regard to this issue? What had you tried or the kind of things that... um, you were looking to to help you before you came to coaching.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Sure. So I tried it all. <laughs> so I <laughs> talked to this, you know, talked about it with friends, uh, you know, very mm-hmm. close girlfriends. And of course, everyone has an opinion and and tells you what to do or uh, or you know muddles with you in the the same issue, saying I'm also having that issue, and you're like, wait, how are you? Mm-hmm. Two- the blind here, <laughs> um, yeah. and also, you know, talked to family and, and got advice and thoughts and their opinions, uh, you know, prayed about it, and so, you know, mm-hmm. something that, a misconception is that, and, and something I had myself is, well, if I'm praying about it, do I really need to be coached on it? I mean, is it something that I just mm. need to, to wait for and... Mm. And, and not even bring it up and, and almost feeling like mm-hmm. if I'm being coached on this topic that I'm praying for, maybe I'm not trusting God to provide. And mm. and something God does is he puts people in our paths who can help us. And I, yeah. I'm thankful for, for that. So, you know, when you say, you know, what have you done? And and people may say, well, I'm praying on it. I don't need a coach. And I say, well, you know, getting with a Christian coach you know, they are yielding to the Holy Spirit, and there are things that the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit may be whispering to them, and they can ask you those questions to pull out what you've either buried or, or not expressed, or even, um, you know, didn't know was there. So, in a sense of trying mm-hmm. prayer, and, uh, you know, being a part of a singles ministry as well at my church, and um, and goodness gracious don't whatever you do, don't read advice on facebook, <laughs> but um <laughs> many things I had done in this space of of dating and relationships uh that didn't give me the peace um didn't give me the clarity that coaching did.
2: I get it very, very uh beautifully stated Michelle. And you bring up something that I definitely want us to talk about in terms of Christian coaching. Um, before I, I jump into that, one of our other um, guests is ready to join us. 703-303-PREFIX, um, I am inviting you to join us. Can you hear us? Yes. Hello? Oh, good, good. Good Good morning. I'm so glad you were able to join us.
0: Yes, good afternoon.
2: Yes, you're right. It's afternoon already. We (laughs) had already started our conversation. We have um, several other um, clients who have agreed to be guests today. And I'm going to just pause right here and let you introduce yourself, you know, with your name or an alias. And just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll rejoin the larger conversation.
0: Okay, thank you. If you uh, I,
2: yeah.
0: I am I D. I'm in Northern Virginia. have been here probably okay. easily 18 or so years. And mm-hmm. um, utilize coaching. I'm an educator by training and have many, many years. Like one of the guests, I'm also a single person but a single parent. Which brings mm-hmm. its, its uh, questions and challenges and and doubts and concerns and and whatever and blessings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined the coaching uh, more than a year ago, um, and one of the benefits, major benefits that I found, is that it allows you to to identify action words for your own life, action words mm-hmm. or action words that are movement words for for one's own life versus generic action words, generic words mm-hmm. that uh, that are across the board. But it's very important. I think when you go into coaching, uh, often it's because you feel a need to activate an mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. word in your own life, and even if you don't know what that word is um, mm-hmm. or what those words are. And I think that was one of the uh, blessings that came out of it for me, the ability to to incorporate and put on paper uh, as much as I love mm-hmm. to write, I was not putting the things on paper that pertain to me. Mm-hmm. I was putting mm-hmm. things on paper that pertain to work, that pertain to home, that pertain mm-hmm. to many many things, to academia. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I began putting words and phrases and sentences down that pertain to me, and I think mm-hmm. that helped to ground, and I think it's a grounding Mm -hmm. fact that almost any woman can benefit from, any person can benefit from. Absolutely.
2: So you were, you reconnected with the words that spoke to you, it sounds like, versus, like you say, the generic terms.
0: That is correct. I reconnected mm-hmm. with the words that that and and I found that they were different than they were ten mm-hmm. years ago, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and that is not a bad thing uh, mm-hmm. in many ways much more insightful, much more advanced, much more progressive uh than mm-hmm. they would have been ten or fifteen years ago so yes i I was able to do that in addition to that, the format that my group used enable uh, us to communicate with each other by phone. Mm-hmm um and mm-hmm. even in person we we decided mm-hmm. to meet at some point toward the end of our our uh, sessions and uh, uh-huh. kind of created a, a sisterhood
2: yeah a sisterhood yeah. a
0: sisterhood that's kind of ongoing and that's a, a real good thing
2: amen amen yes it it was quite a bonding uh so audience out there um what what Dee is sharing is there, there are even some benefits beyond what you may come to coaching for in terms of relationships that you can develop. Uh, when you have that shared experience with others, people that are strangers to you at one moment, but then when you start to share what's going on inside of you with them, you find your uh, paths are not so terribly different. And there is a great... Uh, sense of support and sense of understanding that is generated. Thank you, Dee. Um, I want to go back now to uh, reference something that Michelle said, and that was, which I hadn't thought of in that way. So, Michelle, you put it really well about sometimes people will say that they are praying about something, they don't need coaching about it. I hadn't thought of it in that way, but I I can relate to that um, in terms of that perspective when, in fact, sometimes the coach is a vehicle or a tool or a resource that comes along to help you move along with perspectives, with actions even faster than you would um, when you are just standing in prayer about about something so what I what I wanted to touch base on is um, I'm a Christian coach and I'd I'd love for you all to or for one of you to just say um, if you um, found something uh, different about uh, Christian coaching than maybe what you'd expect you know from life coaching that is strictly secular or uh, based um, without, you know, a faith-based component. Um, Kim, would you just say what what was your feeling with regard to um, where your Christian coaching came in?
4: Well, I think it was a real blessing to have a Christian coach because. Um, you share my beliefs, and we were able to
5: mm-hmm. pray
4: together um, during our coaching sessions. And that meant a lot to me because I really mm-hmm. um, I knew that the Lord was with us as we were having these conversations and that he was leading these conversations. And so that that really meant everything to me because I knew that I was working with someone who also knew the Lord.
2: Yes. Yes, I I appreciate where you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. Julie. how about you?
3: Well, Linda, it was really um, quite an amazing and surprising journey for me um, because, as you know, I mm-hmm. don't consider myself to be very religious. And mm-hmm. when I told you that, you did not try to convince me of why I should be. You just kind Mm -hmm. of, again, let me discover that I'm much more religious than I realized. I said that I was very, very Christian-based, great, deep Mm -hmm. belief in the Lord, and that I believe that I do everything through Him. Mm -hmm. But somehow, (laughs) in about three Mm -hmm. months' time, you actually um, encouraged me to go to church, and when I went to the church that you encouraged me to go to, I found a new church home, which I hadn't found in many, many years. So Mm -hmm. I didn't choose you as a life coach because you were a Christian life coach. Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I chose you because of your resume, so so to speak. Um, But Mm -hmm. I I was not discouraged by that. I was neutral. But Mm -hmm. the prayers at the end of our coaching sessions mean as much to me as the Hour that we spend on the phone. And so I would just like to talk or say to anybody in listening land who's thinking, well, I'm not very religious, maybe a Christian coach isn't for me, it is
0: mm-hmm.
3: very um, encouraging and non judgmental and spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I just, mm-hmm. I thank you for the opportunity and what you bring to our coaching sessions. From a Christian perspective Thank you for that
2: Thank you, Jere Wow I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit Like this is my life So <laughs> <to> my <laughs> Audience I'm, um, I assure you I want you all to hear This information With regard to the power of coaching Not about me as a coach But about the power of coaching You might find any number of coaches who are trained to offer these same kind of services. Um, I want to... Um, <laughs> I, I, there are all kinds of questions going through my mind. I want to have you all just tell me a little bit about for our audience. You decided to give coaching a try and let's talk about Say the first coaching session, if you can think back, and I know for a couple of you, it's probably been longer. Um, if you can recall what was it like at the beginning, and then did it change over time, or just tell me what you know what unfolded for you, if you will, because I want our audience to get a sense of you know first of all, if they hire a coach that they don't know already, and that's perfectly fine. You know, someone who is well-trained meets you where you are in terms of your mindset and your thoughts and your uh, challenges. But just, um, I'd love to have one of you. Dee, would you talk about, was it any different in the very beginning than it was over time? Or share what your experience was.
0: I recall being very quiet the first uh, phone session, and which uh-huh. is somewhat my way. I was listening
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, to hear, to be very blunt, who are these other people? Not not so much uh-huh. what their names were or, or how many degrees they had or anything like that, but more,
2: uh-huh. okay,
0: who are these? Who who are they? What are they about? So, and and uh-huh. as a result of that, I learned they were women. Just like me with mm-hmm. with um, a, s- a series of family concerns, a series of professional growth concerns, a series of personal growth concerns, and uh, so on. so as the sessions progressed, I became more and more comfortable in, in speaking. I think mm-hmm. to jump back on the previous question and incorporate it, I think when you look at a, a Christian a coach, faith-based coach, mm-hmm. everyone on the line, mm-hmm. everyone who makes that jump to even make that initial call recognizes or at least is entertaining the thought that, okay, this is bigger than me. I need mm-hmm. some outside uh, encouragement, support, thought process, mm-hmm. answers to consider, whether or not they give the magic answer, but answers to mm-hmm. consider, so uh, all of that comes from 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 the coaching process. Answers to consider that you haven't considered, uh, or perhaps answers that you have considered but haven't implemented the best mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that all of that that happens. So I I recognize my first encounter with coaching, which was totally new to me, to be a mm-hmm. uh, very quiet listening process with, with uh-huh. very little other than the introduction, personal introduction, mm-hmm. and then gradually into communication and real sharing.
2: Yes. Um, let me also mention to our audience that what Dee participated in was a women's group that I was coordinating. I did some one-on-one sessions, but they came together as a group once a month. So we started with the group session, and then we had one-on-ones, and... Um, that's why she was able to be quiet and listen. <laughs> As in a one-on-one session, I'm asking the client to do more talking. Sure. Um, now, let me ask this. Um, let me ask Kim. Kim, what was one of your aha moments during coaching? Any epiphany for you?
4: There was a comment, uh, we were discussing, um, I was discussing the possibility of pursuing a specific job with you, and Mm -hmm. I was, I was very hesitant um, because I didn't want to make the wrong decision, and through Mm -hmm. talking with you, um, something that you said really kind of um, just, I, I had an aha moment when you said you know, God's grace will cover you. Even if you make a decision that isn't his best for you, then Mm -hmm. he knows where you are and he can find you and, and (laughs) guide you to the place that you're supposed to be. And so Mm -hmm. I think I was um, getting in my own way and I was fearful Mm -hmm. of taking um, that step of faith because I just, didn't want to make the wrong decision, but Mm -hmm. in talking it over with you, um, it was just, it was a real epiphany for me. I remember
2: that, yeah. Yes. You know, sometimes in our own lives, and, and including me, audience, we can just get our minds in a certain thought process and believe we have one shot And we have to choose, well, you know, maybe there's several choices before us or ideas or options. And that we have to choose one and there's only one right choice. I used the term earlier, we want to get it right in the new year, but I use that very figuratively. But in our real life sometimes we we create a lot of pressure for ourselves feeling we just have this one chance and if we, Don't choose the correct path, you know we we've blown it. So it causes us to delay making a decision because we are just determined to find the right answer. (laughs) And in fact, when we make the wrong choice or a choice that turns out not to be uh, best, God's grace covers us. We can choose again. We can choose again I mean I I, thank you for reminding um, me and sharing that with the audience Kim oh sure Um, how about you Mm -hmm. how about you Michelle do you remember any uh, particular aha moments during coaching any shifts
5: yeah there were there were several um (laughs) (laughs) I I I would say the biggest shift for me was the older I got when it came to dating, the more serious I got when it came to dating. As a result, it it turned into more of an interview (laughs) when it came to dating and I was qualifying and disqualifying people very early. And Mm -hmm. I am a a, as a a fun person, and I and I like to laugh. And it was interesting. I was serious when it came to dating. So I was when I was meeting people. I said, Wow, they're so serious. Where are the fun people? And it was because allowing my my true personality to shine through. And one of the the aha moments was talking about being revealed in layers that you know allow things to take time and allow the process and you know be who you are. But be it in layers and over time, mm-hmm. instead of really, you know, in your first date, you're like, okay, <laughs> um, I'm bringing my A game. Where's your A game? And and scaring people <laughs> off, like, wow, this is serious, or getting the people who were very, very serious, and I'm like, wow, you're serious, you're not fun at all, and and finding that balance, and and so there were others, but you know, that was one of them, and and
0: yeah,
5: other aha moment I'll share. Is and this it comes to dating, but it also comes to a lot of other areas that I apply um, in my life, especially now being a new business owner. You had said, Mm -hmm. you know, you're you're not sure, and you know, dating and you know, being vulnerable, it can be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. be comfortable being uncomfortable. Get comfortable not knowing everything, not having it perfect, and being uncomfortable. And yes. that was something I had to do is that it's you know you, you're not going to know you're you're not going to be sure you're not going to be comfortable all the time and sometimes being vulnerable and meeting someone is is uncomfortable and you want to control the situation right and and mm-hmm. be in control of it but that's not going to get you what, where you want to be and so be uncomfortable be comfortable being uncomfortable in that sense. And that allows you just to be more yielding um, and releasing some of the control um, mm-hmm. that you may have. And for me it was this area, but now I see how it's applying in other areas of my life.
2: I love that, that you've got that, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find that that you're able to apply that in other in other facets of your life, you said.
5: Mm, yeah, in every area um, of my life, in terms of business and, and finances and relationships, and hmm.
2: um, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I I I remember those discussions, and I think it's it's a good almost mantra for all of us to get uncomfortable, I mean, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, I'd like to also say, and I probably said to all of you, um, uncertainty um, is not a stop sign. You know, just because we don't see the whole path, it doesn't mean that we have to stop and do nothing until everything is revealed and we know uh, there's no danger, no risk, no vulnerability, we can keep going and deal with those things because we have been gifted and skilled um, and given certain gifts to do it. So that's a great reminder. Thank you, Michelle. Um, Julie, how about you? a <laughs>
3: home
5: uh-huh moment? Um,
3: yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you know that there were many. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest ones was recently when I – had the realization that I think very differently about men than women. Um, and I, my situation was very much like Michelle's in going into coaching. I was looking mm-hmm. to find out what am I doing wrong, why have I not been able to find a good relationship. And so mm-hmm. what, what you helped me discover was that I already checked men off. Like I don't even give them an opportunity just because mm-hmm. of things that happened in the past. And Mm -hmm. I had no idea I was doing that. One of the things you said was, you know, sometimes you may think, um, you know, when your girlfriends tell you about someone, you may not look at them the same. You may not give them the the chance to get to know them. And I said to Mm -hmm. you, and very honestly, no, I'm not like that. When somebody Mm -hmm. tells me something about another person, another woman, In particular, I don't take that as face value. I always get to know the person. But if the same friend told me something negative about a man, then I automatically believed her. And Mm -hmm. I had no idea that I was standing in my own way that way. Mm -hmm. And so that was huge for me, something I have done for a very long time and had Mm -hmm.
4: no
3: idea, no idea that Mm -hmm. I was doing that. And so that now has made me Stop and actually think about men in a very positive way where I did not before. That's been huge.
2: I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I hope our audience out there is just getting a sense of just the myriad of ways that a coach who's an unbiased, uh, non judgmental support can help. People to move forward, you know, and get out of our own way, as as clients have have mentioned today. And by the way, I want to mention I've also had a coach um, about twelve years ago now. Um, when I moved my mom here from Alabama, and I was totally who my mom has dementia, and I was just totally overwhelmed trying to figure out how to balance what she's could still do and what she couldn't and kind of taking on a parenting role versus being the daughter, it was quite a challenge that I needed um, help and perspective with. And I hired a great coach who kept me from, I think, um, running, screeching and tearing my clothes during that season uh, of my life by asking me really thought provoking questions and helping me to go step by step and um just knowing I could I could deal with things in phases and in priority versus I had to have a plan for everything all at once. Um Dee had I think her call um, just make sure she's back with us. Dee, are you there? I am. Okay, great. I was just, I was just asking um, the other ladies to share an aha moment, if there was any particular moment or epiphany that you had over the course of coaching that um, you'd like to share with the audience.
0: Uh, I think I had a lot of aha moments, but uh, one in particular, and this may be maybe coming from being a single parent and an employee and a professional woman and all of that. But it was just mm-hmm. I, it's like, I think Michelle was a lady who said, I had to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that it was okay not to get it right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That 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 in my case, my belief that God's grace is there to catch me and get me back on my feet. Get be Mm -hmm. repointed in the right direction. So, and that took a minute for me. Although I guess I, uh, I know it in theory. Yeah. When you start functioning in robotic format to Mm -hmm. meet everybody's needs but your own, you forget what Mm -hmm. it means in reality.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
0: So I think that would would be one, and it's it's not one that I have totally mastered, but it is one Mm -hmm. that I became totally aware of. And so I move forward yes. with that awareness.
2: Yes, you know, I want to ask one other question, and then we're going to invite any callers who may be out there who want to get in on our conversation. one of the one of the things that I learned working with a coach myself, and as I have um, trained and and learned coaching techniques is And actually, there are studies that um, address this, studies conducted with persons who receive coaching. They indicate that people who work with coaches get faster results than they do relying on family or friends or just trying to make changes on their own. So I want to put that question to you all. As you look back, you know, to if you... If you will, to before coaching and where you were with the challenges you were facing, and then after you had coaching, do you feel that do you feel that you made changes or adaptations or mindset shifts faster than you would have on your own? um I'm gonna start with uh Kim, yes,
4: I do um. Feel that I made changes almost immediately uh, following, I think our first session. Um, the next day, I started taking the steps that we had discussed um, to move closer to the goals that I had, and that mm-hmm. that was definitely a change for me because in the past um, I tended to procrastinate and um, just mm-hmm. you know tell myself that I had. Nothing but time to to figure things out, but um, through our conversations, I think um I think one of the questions you asked me uh, was you know what happens if you don't um, you know do the following things to mm-hmm. to meet your goals, and I think that question and really thinking through that really spoke to me because I knew that now was the time to make the changes. And if someone else who, um, you know, like a close friend or family member um, who I have gone to for advice in the past, I'm not sure. Well, it it didn't have the same effect on me because I think talking with someone who doesn't have, you know, those preconceived notions about who we are um, mm-hmm. I, I think was very helpful.
2: Yes. Yes. You're starting fresh, aren't you? <laughs> yes. With a <the> coach. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how about you, Jeri? Um,
4: Yes. What would you... things Go ahead.
3: Things happen very quickly for me. Um, I know that after... Uh, our couple, of, our first couple of coaching sessions, we talked all to- ent- ent- entirely about my job, mm-hmm. and so I was, I am very, very absorbed in my job, and that's really all I did, nothing fun. And mm-hmm. shortly after that, I did something I didn't think I would ever do. I did something fun outside of my job on a regular basis. So I became an independent wine consultant, and that mm-hmm. was totally about doing something else, and seeing value in things outside of work. And that has opened up a whole new world. I have fun (laughs) weekly, and I didn't do that before. You know, I was working all the time, sometimes on the weekends, at home with my computer, Mm -hmm. because I had nothing Mm -hmm. else. So it was, Mm -hmm. and it was very quickly, again, after our first couple of sessions. and, And those are things that, I, um, Gosh, I never would have thought of doing that, stepping outside my comfort zone. I'm very comfortable at work. I'm not very comfortable Mm -hmm. doing other things that are unknown to me that I actually have to try (laughs) something new Mm -hmm. and maybe fail, right? So I'm I'm all about not failing. Um, And this venture, it's not about failing or being successful. It's about having a good time and finding something else valuable in my life other than work.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, how about you, Dee? Did you would you say you started to make changes faster after being in coaching than you would have on your own?
0: I would say yes, for sure. Uh, I started incorporating me into my space, and not just work. Not just what does the household need? What does my child need? What does the school need? What does what does the family need? What does the world need? I started incorporating incorporating me, and uh, and that and then I also started acknowledging that that's not selfish. Incorporating yourself is not selfish, and that was for me super big. Um, Mm -hmm. In addition to that, you start expanding your vocabulary just from hearing other people and from talking to a a coach. Your vocabulary includes action words that you hadn't thought of, Mm -hmm. okay, instead Mm -hmm. of just saying, well, I'm going to start going to the movies Three times a week you, you can think that's not realistic, so you start using action words uh, like, uh, well, gradually I will look each week and see what's playing that I want to see, and twice mm-hmm. a month I will go, or something. Start incorporating mm-hmm. processes that are doable, realistic, mm-hmm. affordable, and yeah. uh, and that work for your life space. Oh, so I would you say yes, it is a positive proud. in that way.
2: I'm going to invite thank you Dee I'm going to invite callers at this juncture if there are any of you out there who have been listening in and you may have questions or comments that you would like to make join our conversation you can call in right now at 1-646-716-9397 that's one 1- Six four six seven one six nine three nine seven. We'd love to hear from you out there. Um, looks like we have a caller already. Caller at eight six zero area code seven five seven prefix. Press one and you're on live with us. Hello? Caller at Hello? six zero seven five seven prefix. Hello. Yes. Hello.
4: Hi, thank you.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: I was just Go ahead with um, your I I seem to be
3: afraid of everything in life. Every time I take a step forward, fear pulls me back.
2: Yeah. Mhm. And right now you are more Fear, or you feel like you're breaking through it
5: in your mind. Where... I thought I was, I thought I was
3: breaking through it, but every time I step forward, something happens and it sets me back.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: What would you? What is your dream for 2017? What would you like to see? Happening in your life in 2017 that fear has kept you away from?
4: I would like to get well and I would like to be able to go back out into the world. Okay.
2: Okay. To get well and go back out into the world. And if you could get well and go back out into the world, what would they give you? Freedom Mm.
4: financially? Really, hmm
2: hmm How does it even feel to think about that freedom?
4: It would feel so good.
2: Mm. And and these did you say fear is keeping you from Yes. Okay.
3: That's some
2: really terrible. Add- I'm sorry, say that again please
3: I've had some really terrible things happen to me And every time I start mm-hmm. to move forward Something terrible happens And I just, at this point I'm afraid to move
2: Yeah I I suspect Every single client on the line And I certainly um, Can relate as well That fear can be Something that paralyzes us Um. Let me ask this, and then I'm going to see if any of the callers would like to make a comment as well. Let me ask this. Um, Because you know that freedom, you know, improved finances is on the other side of the fear, is there any way that um, there is at least one step that you might feel is a safe step to take? I'm.
5: i I'm not sure
2: let me while you're thinking while you're thinking about it, let me just see if any of um, my guests would like to make a comment. um okay, thank you. you know we've got a wealth of experience on the phone Blaze, would any of you like to make a comment to the caller?
0: I think maybe a small step, a small step. Mm-hmm. I can remember being afraid as a new single parent years ago mm-hmm. and not knowing the finances and all of the other things that go with it. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe a small step, as, as you have uh, shared your concern, perhaps even a step that doesn't involve going physically out, but maybe a job mm-hmm. that involves telephone work. Initially, mm-hmm. something you could do from your space, from your home for 10 hours a week or, or whatever. I don't know. I remember having mm-hmm. a job once calling for a bowling alley, uh, getting mm-hmm. leagues to join, and they paid for that. And that's a far-fetched yeah. job, but many telephone or computer-based jobs do exist uh, on a mm-hmm. temporary or part-time basis. So perhaps to build your confidence,
2: something yes, good at that
0: level initially.
2: Dee, what what do you think about that?
4: That sounds like a step.
2: Would you, you know, you're here on the radio with um, all of us who are not judging whatsoever. We understand, and we've all had things that we feared and had to work through, so... Um, would you, I'm going to just ask, would you be willing to take a step in the coming week to look at um, the idea that Dee suggested of possibly doing some work from home, from the computer, or calling? Yes. Good. Good. Maybe if you just take those first steps, It would, you know, give you a little more confidence to keep going. It's
4: a good idea. Thank you so much. At least give me some context. You are so welcome. Thank you so
0: much.
2: Hey, and and I will just uh, add you to my prayer list. That you know, you can um, be covered by faith and something that's. What's waiting for you is something that begins to be greater than the fear. Okay?
4: Thank you so much. Prayer means everything. Thank you.
2: Amen. God bless you for, for 2017. Awesome.
4: Happy Thank New Year. Thank you for Year. calling. Thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Thank you.
2: Ladies, yes, we've all been there, haven't we, where we have felt that that paralyzing fear in some shape or fashion um,
3: absolutely and
2: yeah it takes just finding one step to get started so I pray that, that our caller will be able to do that let me give out our number again if there's anyone else who would like to join us please call one six four six seven one six nine three nine seven. 716 9397 And you will be able to join our conversation. While we're waiting for any other callers, I'm going to ask some more questions of our guest. One of the things uh, that confuses people who may be pondering or considering coaching is that it's something different than counseling or therapy. One of the most common questions is, how is coaching different? If any of you have um, maybe had an experience, uh, would you be willing to just say how you found coaching different than counseling? Oh, and actually I'm going to let you think about that for a moment. (laughs) We have another caller. Caller at 703-541-prefix. Press 1 and you're on live with us. Caller at 703-541-PREFIX.
6: Oh Linda. Solani, how are you?
2: Yes. Hi. How are you?
6: They're outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, I was listening to your program this morning, and I uh, don't know a lot about coaching. I'm still learning every day just like everybody else, but uh, I do have uh, fairly good uh, Rolodex and that Rolodex has uh, saved me a lot of uh, something that one of your callers just called in about, and that is uh, dealing with fear. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had some conversations, I'll, I'll make this short, with uh, mm-hmm. some of my friends some of my relatives who have uh, been through some pretty severe illnesses, and uh, they weren't to get out, and, and the, the suggestion that someone... I just gave her about uh, perhaps finding something that uh, the lady could do from home. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, worked for my sister, and her whole life changed after she was able to get okay. something with uh, one of the hotel systems. Been a quality control person, uh, reviewing okay. calls um, on the air with a very uh, with a major hotel chain. When people would call in and ask for information, and they didn't get treated right, and so forth and so on, and uh-huh. this lady, because of her ability to just speak on the phone, could listen to the conversation, make a judgment about it, and award okay. the person points and things like that. So that okay. that uh, resonated with me. But in addition to that, I, I would hope that there is a support system available for the uh, lady uh, who sounded uh, mm-hmm. uh, like that was something that she could also use. Just from mm-hmm. my experience. Uh, that the support system, whenever she got to a point where she felt the way that she did and she generated the call this morning, that uh, mm-hmm. she could call one of these eight or ten people in her support system, and if one was away from the phone, uh, call the second and the third, in fact, call the whole list if she needed to.
1: Mm-hmm. And
6: I, 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 mm-hmm. I smile at it, but uh, what has happened in the past with me when I called my nephew down in Texas, who was uh, very ill, suffering a very rare uh, illness, uh, he wound up uh, boosting my morale. Uh, that conversation wow. worked both ways, and that was, mm-hmm. it was like a double-edged sword. But if that's uh, something that would be helpful to her I, I just offer that up as, again, not uh, not in a coaching manner, but just something that life is... Uh, dealt me and that I've had to deal with
2: over the years. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, Lonnie, for calling and sharing that. bless God and uh, bless the.
6: Oh, all, all of the comments I heard this morning are very beneficial to me, and I'll I'll put them in the uh, queue and 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 be able to use them as I uh, as I continue to learn and grow in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much.
6: Uh, All right. Shalom.
2: Okay. Uh, Caller, um, clients, I want to get back to um, the idea of coaching and how it's different than counseling or therapy. Anybody have any thoughts that you want to share about that? I mean, I can share. Yeah, have had experience. Oh, okay. Okay, Kim, great.
4: Um, I have experienced both counseling and now coaching. And okay. When I went to counseling, uh, my experience was to uh, discuss what was going on. And uh, mm-hmm. there. I think what counseling did was Um, it did bring with it an awareness um, that Mm -hmm. was helpful in trying to understand why certain things were maybe occurring. But Mm -hmm. what's different with coaching is um, the steps that are taken, um, identifying strategies and Mm -hmm. the visualization of how things can be different. So in my experience, coaching really helped me to move forward and not just gain an awareness of what was going on, but actually to take Mm -hmm. steps to make changes.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I can't say that any better than you did, Kim. Coaching is really about moving forward, figuring out, not just what's going on for the sake of understanding what's going on, but for the sake of what needs to change, what needs, what actions need to take place for you to begin to make some changes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We have another caller on the line. As a matter of fact, it's my very favorite caller at 703-887-PREFIX. Caller, press one, and you're on live with us.
1: Good afternoon, ladies.
4: Good afternoon. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Uh, this is um, Richard Spike Jones, uh, Linda's husband. <laughs> I have to. Say, I'm, I'm just um, from your comments today. I'm I'm really really more impressed with Linda after listening to what all all of you have had to say regarding your experiences and your growth, your successes, uh, your new life successes. Um, I remember back a few years ago when Linda came up to my study, it was a Sunday night uh, during March of that year, and she told me that uh, she had a new work area that she was considering uh, going into and that she wanted to consider training for and starting a business in that area. And she asked me to just sit back and be open and just listen to her before I said anything. Well, I, I listened and I listened and I listened, and it dawned on me that this area of life coaching was an area that Linda uh, was most suited for and qualified for, and an area where she would would that would give her joy to work in, and and that people could benefit from what uh, she could offer. So Linda took the training and and she began her coaching business, and. You know, after several of her coaching sessions, uh, she would leave her study downstairs and come upstairs to my study, just beaming and smiling and saying, (laughs) you know, I just love coaching and seeing how clients have learned a lot about themselves and have moved on from a point in life where they are stuck. And then she would say, I love it so much that I could do this for free. And I said, hold up. (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) I said, let's let's talk about this for a bit because of all the training and the costs you put into it thus far, as well as all the time that you spend preparing for and actually closed up in your studies, you okay. know, doing your coaching sessions, you know. And okay, does, for I know that <laughs> and, and I do know that she truly enjoys it, and. Um, I'm most happy that she is successful at it, and especially after hearing you ladies talk today about your experiences, I'm, I'm really much more proud of her. And and plus the fact that she was also hired as a graduate assistant by the Christian, the Christian Coaching Institute, you know, that trained her. You know that helped to prove to me that, yeah, she was really really doing doing this job well and the Lord had prepared her and, and she was doing a good thing for a lot of people, and she also has mm-hmm. clients all around the world, one as far as New Zealand if I said lately, yeah. Australia proud of you. I, Australia, <laughs> I knew it was in the area <laughs> if I haven't said it lately, I'm super super proud of you for for what you've done and 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 I thank God, God for you, and I thank God for all of you all. And, and coming on today and, and, and being supportive. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, sweetie. <laughs>
5: You're
1: welcome. You're
2: I'm going to have to give him $5 after this.
5: <laughs>
2: um, um, you know, actually one of you mentioned, and I, I don't want to uh, overlook that. I enjoy helping persons to create the strategies and actions that will, Really take them in the direction they want to go. It's not just conversation for conversation's sake. It's moving forward as we, as I've talked about, and and my clients have talked about. Um, Kim, you mentioned the strategies and actions were helpful, and kind of one of the differences in counseling. Um, Michelle any particular thing you want to mention in terms of what was helpful about our creating strategies and actions?
5: Mm-hmm. So pro- pro- the most important thing I would share is the accountability piece. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
5: I'm going to share this and then I'll go back to the, the question you asked, but you know, when you're talking to your friends or your family or even doing, going through something alone and creating an action plan, what oftentimes Mm -hmm. keeps moving forward is the lack of true accountability. And that's Mm -hmm. what a coach is going to provide that's going to be so much different than if you tried to go after your goals alone uh, or with friends or family, because they'll be like, oh, we'll give you a break. (laughs) But but working with a coach, you're really going to, Kind of help and push you to move forward. So, in terms of the action plans and the strategy to get there, I talked about relationships, and, and that was a key, a big area that I was coached on. And it was being challenged in certain tasks, not tasks, but certain things to do and to help me start to remove some of those strongholds that were holding me back. So, some of those tasks and challenges that we discussed. Um, was okay. my kind of action plan, and that I, you know I was doing them, and then the next time we meet i we had an update on that, so it goes back to accountability mm-hmm. um, even other areas that I was coached on was regarding my you know the business and and also my spiritual journey and with each mm-hmm. one of those we, we discussed very specific things that I can do to move into the place that I wanted to be and after each one, we followed up with accountability the next session to, to track momentum. And that's one area that I think you'll see why why coaching clients tend to move faster or receive their results than others is because in addition to those specific actions that they have, there's also that follow-up and accountability, which kind of helps propel them to move forward. Mm-hmm.
2: Very well said, Um Michelle, very well said, and accountability to our audience accountability is a big piece. It's not conversation for conversation's sake and asking questions for the sake of asking questions. It's all about moving you forward so i I like I said, I couldn't say it any better than than my guest today um, as we as we begin to wrap up today. I want to, I think I'll just do a round-robin of uh, you ladies to ask, I'd love for you to just share with the audience, um, what did you find most valuable or beneficial about your experience with coaching? And let me start with you, D. I mean, I know there were different things, but if you had to choose kind of one thing, oh, I think Dee has had to leave our call. I'm sorry. Um, let me go to you, Juri. So far, what would you say? Because Juri and I are working together now, what would you say has been maybe one of the most valuable or beneficial things about coaching?
3: Um, having the coaching lead me to figuring things out for myself. So or making me feel like, you know, I did this. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's all it's honestly, Linda, it's the aha moments. It's the self-realization coming to um realizations. Because I'm a little hard-headed and, you know, it's 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 hard to convince me of something. So you haven't convinced me. You have encouraged me to convince myself.
2: Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good.
0: Linda, I think I, I like would say the same thing. I think I would say the same thing, Linda. This is Dee. uh mm-hmm. Learning to take the, to put myself in the equation to, mm-hmm. for me, looking at uh, the spiritual side of it and the strength mm-hmm. that, that, that that you read about in the Bible really refers mm-hmm. to you personally, a person, a human being. And yes. and reconnecting with myself to take the lead for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was years coming, years coming, not because I was unsuccessful those other years, but because I was focused on other things that became a priority.
2: Mm-hmm. I love what I'm hearing, ladies. How about you, Kim? What would maybe be a most valuable takeaway from coaching?
4: Well, along with what was already mentioned about just the awareness and Mm -hmm. really beginning to understand myself better and um, why I, I do certain things and why I'm, as we have mentioned before, standing in my own way at times. I think the, the most beneficial thing for me is the level of support that I receive. Mm-hmm. Um, that really means a lot to me just to know that there is someone um, who's walking alongside of me and affirming me and, um, and praying for me as well. I think mm-hmm. that is probably um, the most important thing for me.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Kim. And how about you. you, Michelle.
5: Yeah, the, the how about most you, Michelle? valuable thing I got out of coaching was <sighs> there is so much power that comes forth when you vocalize the things that are holding you back. And coaching with Linda in a you know, someone who is non-judgmental and supportive, and who who guy guide, who's guided by the Holy Spirit, allowed me that opportunity to vocalize and share that awareness and what was holding me back. And then from there, we were able to move forward. But it's all those things that you keep buried, or you you're not sure mm-hmm. if someone if you could be safe and sharing that. Having a coach allowed me to do that, and then only in doing that. Was I able to move forward, so thank
2: you. Oh, beautifully said. Thank you. thank you um, I am uh just deeply indebted to you, ladies, for being my guest today, taking the time out of your schedules and sharing so openly about your experience with coaching. It was just a privilege to work with each of you. I greatly enjoyed it. Um, as we wrap up today's show before I give my closing remarks, um, do any of you have any final words you want to say? Any shout outs before we go? Um, Kim
4: I just um, I would just like to encourage everyone if if you're on the fence and you're considering. Um, coaching, I think that you should really take a step of faith and give it a try because I think you will learn a lot about yourself and you Mm -hmm. will be able to make the changes that that need to be made in your life.
2: Amen. Amen. It, It is powerful. How about you, Michelle? Any parting words, shout out
5: uh Shout out to all the people who are ready to move forward with coaching. Um, no, but I would also <laughs> share the, the to think about for for those especially going to the new year when I think at the beginning of the year where the most hopeful is you know what is it going to cost you mentally, spiritually, financially if January two thousand and eighteen you're in the same place. And what is that worth to you? And, you know, what do you have to lose by trying coaching? So just something to think mm-hmm. about is you know, if you're on the fence mm-hmm. or, or not sure what to do. So. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Um, Dee, any closing remarks or uh, any I think, shout out? I think
0: I would... I would, would add to what has been previously said. We don't want to look at 2018 and be wanting the same things to happen. You, uh,
5: steps mm-hmm.
0: have, to be, have to be made in the direction that you want to go. Whether or not you reach the goal totally within the year, steps have to be taken. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit idiotic to continue doing the same thing over and over and over and over and expect a different outcome. Uh, not idiotic but it's just it's just something to look at a behavior pattern if you're doing the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over and over again perhaps all Mm -hmm. of us need to determine how we need to revise that Uh, so I think that's uh, extremely important also in in certain communities uh, counseling, coaching, therapy is considered taboo and you have to grow Mm -hmm. beyond that you have to grow Mm -hmm. beyond that and reach for the positive things that you want to
2: occur Thank you. Thank you. And, Jerry, um, any closing word or
4: shout-outs?
3: Um, I would just like to echo everything, Dee, Kim, Michelle, everything they said, and to encourage people who are listening to make that phone call, take that first step. It is amazing what you can do when you set an intention, And when there's somebody to help you set that intention and help you to reach those goals, it goes very, very smoothly. My life is certainly enhanced by the short time that I've been doing coaching with you, Linda. And I I give you a shout-out and lots of appreciation to you and also God. So thank you very much.
2: Wow. Thank you. Um, Ladies, I... uh, I'm just so honored. i bow to you. To our audience, um, I certainly hope that what has been shared today has been meaningful for you, that it has answered your questions about coaching, what it is, what's involved, how it can be helpful. I want to, because this is the beginning of a new year, I want to uh, just... Drop one seed of a lesson, and it's been woven through uh, the entire 2016 for me, and it will, you know, I'm sure be timeless as we move forward. And that is, you know, no matter what's happening in our lives, whether there are blessings, whether there are reports of health challenges or loss or just uncertainty, whatever it is, Remember, nothing catches God by surprise. Nothing catches God by surprise. While we may get news that greatly rattles us, nothing surprises him. I found great comfort in that fact over the last year, and I pray that you will in this uh, new year. I want to give a shout out to every listener out there who is willing to take hold of this year. And not just get by month to month, but to ask God to point you in the direction to fulfill his purposes through you with the gifts, the strengths, and passions that he has already given to you. And throughout this year, may we all make choices that are inspired by him. I hope you found information provided by my wonderful guest, insightful and helpful. If you or someone you know wants more information about Christian coaching, you can go to my website at www.lindastevensjones.com. That's Stevens with a P-H. There's no better time than right now, the beginning of a new year, to get started. And lastly, today I ask that you plan to join me for my... Excuse me. For my next show on January 17th, when I have a very special guest, please note the live broadcast will be at 11 a.m. on January 17th instead of our usual 12 noon time. My distinguished guest will be Chaplain Barry Black, the U.S. Navy retired admiral who is presently the chaplain of the United States Senate. I. I assure you, you don't want to miss what he has to say. So mark your calendars for Tuesday, January 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our next broadcast. Until next time, abundant blessings to you and yours in 2017.